0: This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com, your home for all things nerdy.
1: Welcome to The Sleazy
0: Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies.
2: And now, it's time to get sleazy. Oh, Oh!
0: All right, welcome back. It's episode 180. Can you believe it? 180. We made it to 180 episodes. Who would have thought? I know, not look, me. Look at us. Look <laughs> at us, just look sitting us. here. And we've got Rob Zilla back this week. Hello. No show, Rob. No, no show, Rob. Robbie. Hi. How's it going? It's going. So everything okay? Home front? For the most part. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent news. Uh, and of course The the very Distinguished Mr. PBS is here Howdy I like how he looked Right into the camera mm-hmm. And he was like
2: Making love to the camera Howdy
0: That's right Howdy you
1: Gotta know the audience
0: I'm looking at you Howdy <laughs> Um. So It's been a couple weeks But we're back We had Quite the fun day today So far
2: Yeah a Very fun day
0: Went to a Super early showing Of dune part two which we will be talking about in our second to last segment tonight mm-hmm. and uh we have uh we're gonna open the show with well we did some roosters after that too of course and so much better delicious. than b yeah delicious. so much better than b-dubs the quality of the food is like light years better and the service is better and the price is better and the quantity is yes better. yes i mean everything is just better about roosters yeah and, b-dubs b-dubs needs to suck it up dude if they put a b-dubs on this side of town or not a b-dubs a roosters on this side of town it'd be over for them
3: yeah
1: it would be. i can't slant it to the b-dubs burger it's delicious but with that rooster's burger they, they do skip on the better. fries a little bit at
0: b-dubs oh they, well their fries suck in general i, mean, I, I like them. and you get the curly skip fries on, though,
1: at least with those, roosters. those roosters curly fries were nothing to uh yeah, laugh at
0: they're great they're loaded it's good shit really
2: delicious as well oh
0: yeah oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. everything is better at roosters it The is. mozzarella sticks all the appetizers uh, the burgers I think are much bigger and yeah. tastier. Uh, they're good, good rooster burgers. The good. wings are actually wings; they're yeah. not popcorn chicken. Yeah, and they, they they just don't fuck you over when you you don't feel like you're being taken advantage of when you go in there.
2: Right.
0: So is that good? Yeah. You know. There you go. All right, all right. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're all right. I'm like looking in the camera like.
2: I'm okay.
0: Can we see Raj's face? I know you okay. like to hide your pretty face.
2: Well, I like to hide my face. <laughs> Say that much. <would> <laughs>
0: <laughs> PBS is like, thank God you thank, hid that face. Thank
2: God your fucking face, buddy.
0: Um, so, uh, it, uh, Rob, why didn't you make it last week? Last recording. The, the Come dog, on, let
2: everybody know the dog was knocking on death's door this time.
0: <laughs> and so, what well, I mean. What happened? You can't just say. You, you got to give no, us the juice. Well,
2: we thought we were going to have to take him to the emergency room again because he wasn't eating. in the his- The second time in two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. So his blood sugar was like, I think it's like 660. If I have like to that. take
0: the my elderly dog to the emergency room once, I'm like, sorry, Charlie. You ain't coming back.
2: <laughs> well, and the thing is, we did his blood work, and his blood pressure came back really well, and his stool sample came back. Like, nothing wrong with him. Well, he's so fucking old. He's just- that's, Yeah. He's waiting is. to die. <laughs> There's times he looks at me like, just fucking shoot me.
0: Didn't you say his sugar was was out of control?
2: Yeah, it was like it was when he was having those we thought it was like neurological issues. Yeah. Cuz he was he was his sugar was too low. He was hyperglycemic. You it was were like fucking, it was like twenty.
0: You were trying to fucking kill him. I wasn't
2: trying to kill him. We he were he, we were giving him the regular dose like we had been giving it to him, but it, he got so adjusted to it, it just it just dropped his sugar.
0: You you been you've been trying to kill him? No. You're like here, take some more insulin.
2: <laughs> here, take one more extra unit instead. of The twelve take. the Didn't 13. you say his
0: sugar was like six hundred?
2: Well, that's the thing. We got him down. He was he was like twenty, like having those like uh, neurological like spasms and everything, and then we got him regulated, and then it shot up to six hundred and sixty. And then we got him back down to like 200, and what, then... What's you know, the
0: highest your sugar's ever
2: been? When I went to DK, I think it was like 500. He almost died with your sugar at 500. Imagine yeah. how that dog fucking felt. He still gets up and walks around and shit. Yeah, because he, he did
0: not know what the fuck's going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. But then it, his sugar's been fine now. It's weird.
0: You're going to kill that dog one day.
2: He's gonna. He's just going to kill himself. Well, he has a well. He does have like a growth on his spleen, so we gotta worry about that now. Oh,
0: they did they tell you that?
2: Yeah, oh. they said well because they said at the exam I'm like he's fine. He so worst case hey, scenario that you know it ruptures when he's asleep and he just doesn't he just goes to sleep peacefully. I'm like, don't know why he had to mention it like that for, but okay. So oh
0: well, they have to. I know they have to do what they hold.
2: You know, know well not just
0: that, but they have to kind of prepare you. Yes, mm-hmm. they kind of have to lay it down for you. Like this scenario might happen. Yeah. How about you? How was your couple weeks? Uh, Been busy working. Yeah,
1: it was was weeks working mostly.
0: I hear you. I'm I'm getting ready for the uh, Columbus Toy Show on March 17th. Yep. I just sent away for a new design. We're gonna be doing a Homer Simpson Bush meme Mm -hmm. T-shirt. It's fantastic. So you know, like the little meme of uh, here we'll just Google it. So you know, because I've said it to some people and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I show them the picture. And they're like,
2: oh. Oh, I get it. Oh. That you fucking do. Yeah. Like, it's not Everybody I mean. knows. Yeah, everybody knows that meme.
0: Yeah, so... if I just share the picture. There we go. That's what we're doing. It's just going to be Homer backing into the bush on a, like, Kelly Green t-shirt. It's good stuff. It really is. The Simpsons were so great. And it's like... Now that I go back and I rewatch it as an adult, I can appreciate it even more because mm-hmm. I get even more jokes nowadays. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're a little kid, you just like you see all the stupid shit and you're just laughing at it regardless. But now you actually get the jokes and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. I don't know yeah, if you guys clever.
1: follow like uh, almost every social media platform has like a daily Simpsons thing where it shows like a clip or something. Yeah, and it's just it's weird almost how like ubiquitous that show was back back in our day when we watched it. It was just like. Everybody knew the Simpsons references, you know. I don't know. Are there shows like that anymore? Every now and again, maybe. But that was that was one of our shows back in the day.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. Hot sauce is going off.
2: <laughs> I'll make her eat her ketchup.
0: Yeah. She doesn't like ketchup, I oh, guess. She likes that. barbecue sauce. Mrs. Hot Sauce, yeah. we should clarify this. She went and saw Dune Part 2 without him last night while he had to work. So he's like kind of pissed about it. She's rolling the dice. And uh, I said, I asked him if he was joining today. I said, hey, uh, you know, here's the link. I didn't know if you planned on being a part of this episode or not, but, you know, if you're free, you can jump on. And he said, Sharon and I just sat down to watch TV, and I said, how can you sit next to that terrible person after she went and saw a cinematic masterpiece without you? Spoilers. It's good. Uh, And he goes, I know that bitch. I'm going to make her eat ketchup. (laughs) That would be terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you gotta eat your dinner, and there's something in there that you don't, don't want, and don't like because your fucking husband put it in there, and you're like that motherfucker,
2: you piece of shit.
0: Oh man, so yeah, I mean, I've been busy uh, getting ready for that, and then uh, I'm trying to, you know, watch shows and movies that kind of correlate into the the sleazies this year, which we actually need to plan that out yeah. before we leave today. Yeah, and you know, at least a date. Uh, that we want to have it on, um, but I uh, actually finished uh, Louder Milk on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where it it uh, started, but I guess I can Google that real quick. And said Louder Milk. Yeah, Louder Milk. I don't because they just dropped it on Netflix, and I was like, I've never heard of this show, but it's got Ron Livingston in it, and you might know uh, Ron Livingston from actual uh, Office Space. So I'll put this up. I just here. woke up and yeah, decided was...
1: I wasn't going to work.
2: Corky, dark and brash. All time here,
0: but Louder Milk is uh, you know, it's a show about Sam Loudermilk Milk is a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor with a bad attitude. He really is. He's like my hero the way he talks to people. Mm-hmm. Um, although he has a drink, although he has his drinking under control, Ladder Milk discovers that when your life is a mess, getting clean is the easy part. But basically, you know, there's all kinds of adventures they go on. And you really get a, a a sympathy for people that um, are recovering. And, you know, you're always in recovery. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of, you know, episodes where people mess up and you, you just feel bad for them. And, but, man, it's a great show. Mm. But uh, Lizzie Poole was on the last season. I think it was like season three. I don't know if you know who Lizzie Poole is name rings a bell but i I like i knew her face and then she plays like a artist that because he's a uh, music critic Mm -hmm. in the show former music critic and i guess he ruined this girl's career (laughs) by writing a negative review on her album and he finds out he re-listens to the album sober and he loves it oh yeah (laughs) and he, he he makes it his mission to go out and apologize to this girl and there's this part where they're having coffee in this music shop and she starts playing this song and I'm like, this song sounds so fucking familiar. So I like, uh, Google it through the little Google sound thing.
3: Yeah.
0: And I listen to the song and I'm like, I fucking heard this. Totally earwig me. Oh yeah. Do you know the, the saying earwig? Yeah. Where you get a song stuck in your head and I fucking, I, I've worn, I've probably paid for Lizzie Poole's salary (laughs) this month off of Spotify listens. But, uh, Uh, yeah, uh, it, I think the song is called When I'm Alone, but man, she's got like fucking four versions of it. The piano version's fire, uh, the acoustics good, and then the regular version's good. Um, but then I, I started looking at her catalog and I see she redid Rob Zombie's, uh, uh, Dig Through the Ditches. Okay. Dragula.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dragula. yeah. And, uh, I'm like, I've heard this song before and it's from the soundtrack to, uh, Oh shit! What was that movie? I watched it during Halloween that I was real big. Haunt.
2: Yeah, Haunt. Yeah, okay.
0: it's the song at the end of Haunt. Okay. Okay, I remember. I, and I was I like hearing that now. I was totally like, oh man, I fucking, uh, I love this song. And I, I remembered that's where I I had Googled her from that and heard the song mm-hmm. from there. And but man, I've just been obsessed with Lizzie Poole here lately, <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta hear her like every day. But you guys ever have a song that hits you like that?
2: yeah i think i had the one i think it's from i even forget the name of it. it's it's actually from moby but it's the very end song of the movie heat okay and Niro's holding when al pacino's holding robinero's hand and he's dying it's that like a techno filter robinero yeah robert de niro sorry
0: yeah, maybe you're just saying it fast yeah, and i'm, I'm just, I just I'm heard saying robinero yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Robert, uh, de niro. robert de niro well al pacino Niro in this movie <laughs> But it's like that techno build to it. Okay. It's, I don't know what, like, yeah. I didn't know it was Moby. I had to look it up and I always have been stuck on that.
0: But he, here's the cast to this show. Ron Livingston, Will Sasso is fucking hilarious oh, yeah. in this. He
2: does a great Jesse the, Ventura. Yeah,
0: there's a scene where, in this this show where he hits a homeless person's cart and he pulls over to make sure he's okay and he's like, we better call the, uh, the, the authorities here to report this accident. And he's like, what do we need to report? And he was like, you could have done damage to my car. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, how about I just give you 20 bucks and we call it a day? And he's like, no, I think we better call the police in this matter. <laughs> and he he doesn't want it to happen because he's driving drunk. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you go ahead and do that. And he takes off and runs and gets in his car. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's just like silly stuff like that. I mean, that makes this show hilarious. And the way Ron Livingston talks to people is fucking great. We hear it, and we're just like, like any one of us would hear it, and we're like, this, this is a guy we need to hang out mm-hmm. with. Right. So you just shit on us, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this uh, Anya uh, Savicich, uh, I don't know how you say that, but uh, probably butchered that, but she was good. And then there's a couple stand-up comedians in here. They're, they're pretty good. And there's a guy, this guy, he's you don't know his name in the uh, the any of the seasons. He's just called New Guy. Yeah. But they totally shit on him. He's the Robzilla
1: of this show. That's hilarious. Yeah, you should, you should uh, write into. Well, the show's over now. Right into it. We're like call him Rob. Is it? Is are they done? Done with it? Because uh, it looks like that.
2: Yeah, IMDb says. Yeah, last season was 2020.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's such a good show. Uh, like I, I haven't looked. That's how much I've looked into it. Yeah. But I just watched it and I really enjoyed it. But I would love to see him do another season because it just kind of. It ends and you're kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, they, they can keep going. They, they cannot keep going. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a Sony Pictures show. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure it might have aired in like Canada or something. But it's still a good show, though. I, I really
1: enjoyed it. Tell you, I've been uh, re-watching Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. I wasn't like a huge fan when it originally aired, but I'd watch the reruns or whatever when it was on at night or whatever. Yeah. But I, I've been uh, re-watching it on hulu and like actually paying attention to every episode and it, it's like a really funny good show it, take, it takes me back to those early 2000s back in high school and all that
0: nice and nice it's a
1: good show I, and you watch it now and you wonder everybody's good in it like everybody is good in it but you look back at brian cranston and it's obvious that he was like the a star genius, you know yeah what I mean? like oh yeah that's definitely walter gonna be Walter. well He's i mean he was
0: he was fucking great when he was in like was it seinfeld yeah, As the dentist or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great in that. I mean, it was just like, how many, you see that and you're like, how many people have we already seen already that are going to be tomorrow's like mega acting stars, you know?
1: well That's one thing I love about watching uh, like older TV shows is you realize just how many people were around in movies and TV shows. Just, you know, some of them are big actors, some of them are little actors, some of them are just like character actors in the background. You're like, oh man. That guy was in that show episode I watched last week, and he was in that movie from the other way, you know? Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's
1: funnier watching them, you know, 20, 30, 40 years down the line now, and you are like, oh, okay. You can see how they made a living back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so we ready to jump into our first segment? Sure. Good old crazy news? All right. Our first article, Hot Sauce, actually, he contributed a lot yeah, to some crazy he news this week. A bunch That's of them. That's still playing. Okay. We got rid of that. Okay. So uh, Powerball, U.S. man sues the lottery after being told $340 million win is an error. This came from BBC.com. Uh, a Washington, D.C. man thought he won a jackpot worth $340 million, has sued Powerball and the D.C. lottery, who claimed they published his numbers by mistake. Uh, you still gotta give him something right? just for the fucking error, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. John Cheeks. What a fucking <laughs> right, name. Great name. I'm This is already this is already fake news. This is I'm just no there's no real John Cheeks out there, no. I, I refuse to believe it. This is fake this is, fake. <laughs> this is, fake. This is a plant. Um, I sir, I
0: refuse to believe that this is real news.
1: Excuse Mr. Cheeks. I just can't, I, it's got to be fake. I'm just calling it. <laughs> it can't be real.
0: <laughs> John Cheeks said he felt numb when his, he first saw Powerball. His when he, cheeks were numb. Yeah, Powerball's <laughs> winning numbers matched his ticket in January 2023. But when Mr. Cheeks presented his ticket to the Office of Lottery and Gam, uh, Gaming (OLG), his claim was denied. One of the claims agents told told me my ticket was no good, just to throw it in the trash trash can. He told BBC. Instead, Mr. Cheeks held on to that ticket and found a lawyer. That'd be the first motherfucking place I'd be going after that. Uh, he is now suing the lottery for damages in the amount of the Powerball jackpot plus the interest he would have earned on it per day, totaling around $340 million. Accidental error. According to court documents, Powerball and lottery uh, contractor, the D.C.-based uh, Tayato Enterprises, claim the confusion arose from a technical error in a court filing a teato Tiati employee said that on uh 6th of january
1: 2023
3: uh-huh, january
0: 6th the dots are connecting here <laughs> the day mr cheeks bought his ticket a quality assurance team was running tests on the website on that day a set of test powerball numbers which matched mr cheeks numbers was posted on the website accidentally According to court documents, those numbers remained online for three days until the 9th of January. Oh, come on. You can't get out of it like this. Yeah. The numbers online did not match the numbers that were drawn at the last lottery uh, draw. According to TOT employee, uh, neither Powerball or TOT responded to the BBC's request for comment. Mr. Cheeks is now suing on eight separate counts, including breach of contract, negligence, uh, infliction of emotional distress, and fraud. No shit. Like you got me thinking I won the powerball, and now I gotta go back to the shitty life I've been living.
2: Well, just throw the just throw the way the ticket is trash anyway. Fuck you. you fuck Give me my here.
0: fucking money. Mr. Cheeks' lawyer, Richard Evans, said in court documents that because of the winning numbers matched Mr. Cheeks' numbers, he is entitled to the entire jackpot. Otherwise, Mr. Evans said Mr. Cheeks is entitled to damages for the gross negligence of the lottery and posting erroneous lottery numbers. This lawsuit raises critical questions about the integrity and accountability of lottery operations and the safeguards, or lack thereof, against the type of errors that Powerball and D.C. lottery contend occurred in this case. Mr. Evans told the BBC in a statement. This is not merely about the numbers on the website. It's about the reliability of institutions that promise life-changing opportunities while heavily profiting in the process, he said. Mr. Cheeks told the BBC he is hopeful. I know the justice system will prevail, he said. Don't count on that, buddy. Adding that the lottery winnings would have been life-changing for him and his family. No shit it would have been. Of course. (laughs) Like, are you Donald Trump or something? (laughs) Somebody rich? (laughs) If he wins, he plans to open a home trust bank meant to assist aspiring homeowners. Wow, what a call. Like, I'm not opening shit up if I win the lottery. Not anymore these yeah. days. The next hearing in this case is scheduled for the 23rd of February. The odds of Mr. Cheeks or anyone winning the jackpot are exceedingly rare and one in 292.2 million. In comparison, the odds of being struck by lightning over the next year is one in 1.22 million. Uh, according to the U.S. National Weather Service. hi, caramba. That that has to be a, like, you see you won the lottery and you're just jumping for fucking joy. You probably can't sleep that whole night. Mm -hmm. You get up and you drive to the office and they're like, dude, fucking throw this in the trash. This wasn't the winning number. That's that's fake news. (laughs) And you're on your phone you're like, dude, the the numbers are still up there. I fucking won. Yeah. And they're like, go home, sir. You're drunk.
2: (laughs) Fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Look this up on another website to see if there's any more information. The uh, whatever the company is, Tauti, also pointed to a disclaimer on the lottery website saying the site is not the final authority for the drawing. So I, be, I bet I bet they try to get this guy on like a technicality.
0: Yeah, that's bullshit though. Yeah. I mean, nobody sees that. Who's gonna see that? Nobody. <laughs> I wouldn't look for it. Yeah, and I mean, to some degree, it's got to be some kind of like false, you know. I wouldn't say advertising, but. Uh, it just didn't seem right. I don't understand how they could get out of that, but, you know, crazier things have happened. Yeah.
1: Says a, a similar incident happened in Iowa in November when lottery contractors posted the wrong numbers, citing a human reporting error. In that incident, ticket holders with the wrong numbers were able to cash in on prizes ranging from $4 to $200 before uh, officials posted the correct ones.
2: Hmm. Crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's the uh, way,
2: sir. You don't need that. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean... I don't think the the guys. I don't. I definitely don't think he's going to get the whole. No, million, they're not giving up that
0: money.
2: I mean, I to pay for my lawyer costs and then. But that the is like,
1: uh, you know, that's got to be heartbreaking. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Like he says here, he called up his best friend. I'm like, you know, if I call one of you guys, of you guys I'm like, I just, I think I'm a millionaire. Yeah. They're Hell like, yeah. No, JK, just kidding. I'm guessing not. Like you know
0: that mortgage I promised to pay off for you guys. Uh, it's yeah. not going to happen
2: anymore. I was going to buy you a steak dinner with that money, but can't now.
0: If you hit the lottery and you told me you were buying me a steak dinner, I would tell you to get fucked.
2: I would be building a like compound with all my friends. And live in my yeah, like, like I just
0: prefer you didn't. Where's yeah. the village that we're going to be living at, dude? Oh, like, it would be. Yeah, That's I mean, serious. Build your
1: own housing development. Would be. I'll buy you a steak dinner. You know? How does that sound? <laughs> I'll invite you to a steak dinner at the house you're going to buy me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're going to cook for me in my brand new house that you bought me?
0: All right. So this next article comes from the Mirror.com. Di- Co. UK, another hot sauce submitted uh, article here. Hospital patient died after going nine days without food, a major note uh, keeping mistake. Wow. Unbelievable, right? A shocking blunder that resulted in the death of a man in the hospital uh, has resulted in his grieving family being awarded the maximum cons- uh, compensation available. The 56 year old man who had Down syndrome and dementia. Boy, that's like two home runs right there Uh, and was being treated for a broken hip. Oh, my God. He died. uh, He's in there for a broken hip and he dies from this. This is terrible. Uh, Died after going nine days without being given food when he had his patient notes marked up as uh, nil by mouth because he had difficulty swallowing. He was not given fluid food either resulting in his condition deteriorating and he died from pneumonia at Pool General Hospital, uh, Dorset, in 2021. Wow, this is an an older one. The hospital, which paid, uh, what is this? Was that pounds? Yeah, 15,000 pounds in compensation, has apologized for the mistake and added that systems within the establishment uh, had changed to make sure it did not happen again. The family uh, solicitor... Speaking to BBC, said the shocking mismanagement of nutrition had caused the man's uh, subsequent severe deterioration and death. The man was put into care after being looked after by his parents for most of his life. Their solicitor, uh, Adrian Cormack, said, however, he fell uh, and fractured his hip on the first night at Bournemouth Care Home. The solicitor said, the patient was admitted to Poole Hospital and was listed as nil by mouth because he had difficulty swallowing. There was a crucial lack of communication between hospital teams over the patient's deteriorating condition, Mr. Cormack said, and senior uh, clinicians uh, did not need attempts by nursing staff to escalate care. NHS resolution was settled. The family's claim said on balance of probability, they admitted breach of duty caused a deterioration. You think? And he would uh, not have died when he did, according to the solicitor. The care home, which did not admit liability, paid the family 7,500 pounds. And Mr. Cormack added, this was a shocking case. It was mismanagement by the hospital. Sadly, the damages for statutory bereavement are limited by law to just uh, 15,120 pounds. This is wholly inadequate. Uh, for bereaved families who have lost loved ones the nhs resolution said it was unable to comment comment uh harrington chief executive <laughs> yeah i'm not even gonna have to try to pronounce Sh- that uh, shabon. shabon is it Shaban? Yeah, yeah something like it uh, I, yeah i'm not gonna try it yet. uh we offer our sincere condolences once again to the family and uh, apologize to the fa- uh failings for the failings that resulted in his death We have implemented a number of changes following this and have shared these with the family. The horrific incident follows on from a shocking case last year where an elderly woman died 28 days after uh, CARES stopped giving her food or water. Wow. Serene Taylor, 88, was sent back from a hospital in North Wales to die in a care home after foods and fluids were withdrawn. Her son, Rob Taylor, said that her end-of-life care was inhumane and heartbreaking for the family. Dude, we're we're all fucked. You you just see shit like this, and we're like, we're
1: all doomed. You know, Lord help
0: us if something doesn't kill us right away. You're gonna get even worse care. Yeah, and the (laughs) Uh,
1: you know health health stuff is just it's just normal people, doctors and nurses. Stuff happens, unfortunately. Yeah, it's really um, you really should have a person. uh, Not maybe not like be with you in the hospital, but you should definitely have a person for when you go to the hospital who kind of looks in on you regularly yeah because i mean stuff happens people get uh, not say misplaced but you know thing, things go to the wrong place the names don't get where they need to put sometimes well, yeah and i mean there's so wrong many people medications happen
0: that come in and out yeah. and look at your charts and you know they might accidentally get the chart mixed up with the the person next to you you know yeah. it, i mean shit happens yeah. but at the same time like these motherfuckers didn't get any food for days on end. Like, something has to, somebody has to, like, look and, like, hey,
2: did, did you, you get eat food today? Did you
0: feed them through a tube, or, you know, some kind of liquid thing? Oh, no, we didn't. Well, let's get on that right. if you can't swallow.
3: All
2: right.
0: But yeah, something. so there's some incompetence there. Uh, all right. So, moving on to our next story here. This comes from newsnation.com. Mom accused of letting child wax nude women arrested. Charge with uh, neglect
1: this one this one was all over tiktok like a couple days before Mm -hmm. you put this in the in the group chat
0: memphis tennessee the woman accused of posting uh her child waxing nude women on social media has been arrested and charged according to memphis police uh there's a picture of her she looks like somebody that would be in the waxing scene you know some kind of beautician of some sort On February 15th, Memphis police received several complaints regarding a post on social media involving a young girl. The account that posted the image was used by Moss to advertise her hair removal business. Police believe the business is operated out of her home uh, in the 4,000 block of uh, Glenbrook Street. Not that we care. In the post, Moss wrote that her daughter waxed 24 clients over a span of time exceeding eight hours. Jeez. Jeez. According to reports, the child is believed to be five years old. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine Moss is set to appear in court Wednesday. Wow. Can you imagine? It? Somebody had a, a blurred picture. I don't think they put it on here, but uh, the little girl, like, getting in there with the, <laughs> you know, whatever they, they put the wax on their sticks the, the, or whatever.
2: Uh, yeah, like the, um, all they use when they uh, hold down your tongue so you can cough. Yeah, like those, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, did it say in that article she was five the girl was five years yes. old yes mm-hmm. yes it did say she was five
0: <laughs> yeah can you imagine that like you go in to get your shit waxed and you're like oh this is my daughter she'll be handling the waxing while i go
2: this one i'm saying watch People some like,
0: tiktok videos
2: it'll be like if i was a person like oh yeah uh, my five-year-old daughter's gonna wax you what
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's some the fuck po- out of here i'm calling the cops wouldn't you feel like extremely dirty having a yeah. five-year-old <laughs> wax your genitals yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: I'd be like, no, 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 no. We need a professional to do this. This is a gentle area.
2: Yeah, and we need somebody who's like eighteen and up, please. Yeah,
1: I like. I mean, if you were someone getting that done, and they brought in like an, any underage person, wouldn't you come like, is this is this kind of illegal? Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. I get Am I wrong here. I or? get it. It's a it's a daughter, and it's women, so it's, it's still, like in a way not as weird, but it's still weird.
0: It's yeah. still it's still wrong on so many fucking levels, like. And who knows what kind of, I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to cause, like, some kind of damage to it, her. It could. I mean, it could. It's yeah, it definitely could. <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. That, that That's just super fucking weird, number one.
2: Just imagine being a therapist in about 10 years. And, and number two, <laughs> and like, where's
0: the, con- like, we always talk about it. Where's the common sense with this? Like, there this should just exists. be a filter there that says, eh, you need to be plain, and I'll handle the business here.
1: But, like, and she posted it on social media yeah, too. Like, like, she was
0: proud of it. Like,
1: like I don't know, maybe my I
2: don't, I don't working. Know. I'm not paying her, shit, but she's working because
0: I remembered seeing like the, the actual post. And you see this lady spread eagle and the kid just in there with the, the thing, you
1: know. Like, I get it. Uh, you know, we all gotta hunker down and work harder than we'd like to, and sometimes get your family involved. But that's, I just
0: uh, wonder, was she not working? And she was like, you know, hey. Get, get your shit together and take care of this client well mom does this and that you know If, if you, it's
1: what happens when you overbook yeah
0: right I, I just i have a feeling that there wasn't any work being done by the adult they were just sitting there watching it thinking it was hilarious or something yeah uh,
2: how would you feel when like a five-year-old walks in like i'm here for your 10 o'clock appointment uh janet get the fuck out of here who the hell are you
0: all right so we got one more uh, crazy news article. This was another one from... Uh, was this from Hot Sauce again? I
2: believe so, yes.
0: Yep, it sure was. All right, so... 28-year-old woman sparks horror after revealing that her father is her gynecologist and performs pelvic exams on her every few months. This comes from DailyMail.co.uk. Um... An influencer has shocked people on the web after she revealed her dad doubles as her gynecologist and gives her checkups every few months as fans were left divided about whether the practice was odd or normal. I would say it's kind of
2: odd. Yes, very odd.
0: Yeah. Isabel Salas, 28, from Mexico, frequently boasts her lavish lifestyle, which she sees... Uh, her jetting off on various vacations and throwing big bashes on her tiktok account
1: maybe it, maybe it's just like a family thing like look my dad's my gynecologist my uncle's my dentist yeah <laughs> you know
0: whatever
2: we keep it close
0: here would you want your dad to see your crotch i mean i'd no. be like oh, that's a li-. on
1: a regular basis
0: yeah, yeah right and then you know like the things that gynecologists can tell like oh you got lucky last <laughs> night like uh, no I, no, it's just something your parents don't need to be involved in. And you, sweetie, you, think, you like, really
2: took a pounding last night, huh? Her, like, what, her dad's what? like, Isabel,
1: you've been getting up to some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you had a naughty girl, Isabel. With <laughs> her
2: legs on the stirrup. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here.
1: Sorry, Dad. It was
0: a busy night. <laughs> it's a crazy day. <laughs> I guess it says uh, uh, where she has amassed over 1.7 million followers. Wow. The, the fame is just a completely different... You know, it's no longer like movie no. actors and musicians. It's everyday people, assholes that are rich. That's all it is. You know, rich kids, pretty much. And while fans tend to swoon over her lifestyle and beauty con- content, they were left stunned at her most recent video, which saw her showing her dad performing a pelvic <laughs> exam on her. Oh, man. The viral clip, which has so far amassed two, over two and a half million views, left some users torn about her decision to allow her father to be her doctor. She's 28 from Mexico. Yeah, she, I mean, she's a pretty girl. Yeah,
2: it's just weird. Like, now, I, I wouldn't I, be opposed if, like, he owned a practice. Like, hey, you know, you see this doctor. I know who he, this doctor. She is. saw
0: so the backup yeah. doctor yeah. or another doctor at the practice. Yeah, it's like, like,
2: hey, I know them. I deal with them, so I feel comfortable that you
0: is the most. Ethical thing that this dude should be doing. Yeah, not examining his own daughter.
2: <laughs> what the what the fuck you been doing, Isabel, at Night.
0: Oh, look, here's a picture of her dad. Look, he he's, looks he, like a creepy. He, yeah, he's got <laughs> like the asshole, like cartel, like
1: button-up shirt on. <laughs> <You've been laughs> he? Isabel, it might be I'll a little. Him. That might be a little fresh short. stereotypical, or something. Cartel shit.
0: I mean, look at that. That's what
1: you see. This shirt right here, this button up with you think the, you think he's a college in the front, Pablo Escobar in the back. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. like that's how he funded his education.
2: Is that have blood on that shirt?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, look at it. That's what you see. Like you know, the cartel drug lords and all the movies wearing. I you know, he's
2: got black dress pants and a belt and dress. Yeah, shoes. I mean, is,
0: is that kind of racist? I mean, I would say the same thing if a black dude or a white dude was wearing it. <laughs>
2: We oh, we racial discriminate uh, fairly uh, here on this uh, show. No, we don't.
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean, look at that! That
2: screams like drug lord right there.
1: It kind of looks. kind of reminds me of the shirt from Seinfeld, the puffy shirt. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't have the, doesn't have the fringes on the hands. The pirate mean, shirt.
0: I see this shirt and I see informant for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's way why from, that's why he's Michigan, wearing, the you think that's scene? why he's wearing the mask in the picture he's on the run yeah. from the cartels and he's in some sort of witness protection. Yeah. And then here's his daughter becoming a social media influencer. <laughs> totally uh, going to uh, fucking uh, get
2: in uh, killed. Is uh, there a fucking backstory for this guy? <laughs> yeah, I think we
1: just created a script for a movie. <laughs> he's he's we we don't know but he's uh, John Cheek's neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all connected. John Cheeks. Time is a flat circle, baby.
0: <laughs> yep. In the video, Isabel revealed that she gets a pelvic exam every couple of months. Then she goes on to dish that her dad is the gynecologist performing the checkup. Isabel pointed the camera at the doctor and revealed, my dad is my gynecologist. He has been my primary doctor all my life. Oh, boy. She then noted that she's glad she, she does this as once through an appointment they found out her now ex-boyfriend had been cheating on her. What?
2: okay so does that mean that she contracted something probably probably had to. I mean yeah I mean you gotta word it how you're gonna. Do yeah it. I mean
0: it's kind of confusing how they worded it yeah, there yeah so um, did
2: she catch something why she figured out he was probably. cheating probably that's not the
0: best way to think of yeah, it yeah something happened yeah. there Yeah. what caught the attention of social media users was not the cheating scandal but the fact that her dad was doubling as her doctor the post caption when your father gives you your annual checkup and discovers that your boyfriend was cheating on you
2: oh shit
0: she must have had some syphilis or something yeah many people flooded the comment section with some of them slamming the influencer for allowing her dad to com- uh, complete the exam there's a better picture of her yeah you can tell she's a, some kind of instagram influencer of some yeah, sort
2: you can tell by the look
1: tiktok i'm gonna look at her tiktok now
2: do you like think- and subscribe please
1: do you think this is a real story do you think she made it up for likes because what's going to get more views than, it, like, my dad's yeah, my own gynecologist? It, it,
2: it, it's, it's it's honestly, it, at this point, anything's like 50-50 at this point. People make up so much shit just to get content.
0: Oh, they posted the comments here. What in the sweet home Alabama is going on here? <laughs> Some, I don't know, but I couldn't let my dad do it. <laughs> no.
2: I tell you what, just even, like, the articles, just look in the comments what makes it.
0: Yeah. Oh, sometimes the comments are more entertaining. Oh, yeah. I would rather go to a gynecologist. I couldn't let my father check me out. (laughs) It is a little creepy. I mean, wouldn't you feel a little awkward looking at your daughter like that?
2: God's green earth, I would ever. If
0: my dad were my gynecologist, obviously he would go to see me with him. Uh, Who better than my own father to take care of me and would take better care of me than uh, any other person?
2: Uh, She's got daddy issues. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: How fortunate that your father is your gynecologist. You know that you are in the best hands. Everything will be fine with you. Your dad looks super professional. He looks so calm that he inspires a lot of confidence. People can tell that just by this picture. Uh, I, I don't see any of that.
2: I mean, we can tell he works with a cartel. Yeah. yeah. I see he's
0: oozing with confidence of cocaine.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he sweats meth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he
2: tried to kill Gus,
1: goddammit.
0: He's,
1: he's Mexican Walter White or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah, Juan Man, White. White. This guy doesn't even know his chemicals. Get
1: him out of my lap. <laughs> oh man,
0: we've been get robbed
1: on some yeah. laughers here lately. You notice that, dude? That, that's a strange one. That's for sure. Yeah. Either, either either way you go with it, I don't. <laughs> right. Have you ever Have you ever had like a uh, problem in a sensitive area that you've had to go to one of your parents about? No. Like like. <laughs> I thought have I you were. I, I I had a, I had a friend back in like high school or middle school, and he had something going on. In his in his nether regions, and he like he had to go to his mom and be like, "Mom, I think I got some kind of rash or something." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's," well, like, imagine like do. going to your dad and having to be like, uh, "Dad, I need you to take a look at something for me." I
0: feel like if I went to my dad, he'd be like, "Dude, go to the fucking right. hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't exactly want to fucking said. see your shit." <laughs>
1: He's
2: like, "Get the fuck out of here."
0: My mom would probably be like, "Okay, you know what's going on <laughs> here," but I wouldn't even want to bother them with right. that. I'd just get on the portal and schedule a doctor's right. appointment and yeah. go to the doctor. <laughs> you know and i wouldn't bother having somebody have that image in their mind you know burned in their Cer- mind
1: certainly not uh to that degree yeah what a
0: yeah i i'm with you i wonder how much of this is true just for and you know like obviously she's got some kind of work up here or whatever but
2: i mean i've seen a lot of these youtubers and they just all they do is they get clout so it's like 99% of his bullshit.
0: Like I want to see the video of him poking his head out yeah. from underneath the <laughs> the gown there. It's, like,
2: hey. it's the routine. Everything
1: out. looks okay, Isabel. You want like um like uh 1990s TV intro style like he yeah. pops us out from behind the curtain and smiles and gives like a thumbs up or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but,
2: to the full house song. Mentos <laughs> the fresh maker.
1: Our family what? our family is a little different, but
2: I wonder if he used it as a mule <laughs> instead <starts> of with drugs. <laughs>
0: oh man. Wow, the world is a crazy place, isn't it? It is. And it's it, fun. It, it really is. It's it well, it's either a blast or it's just terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's off the rails or it's a good time. Take your pick.
0: All right. So moving on. We watched this movie. Uh it just got well, it's been out for a while on AMC's streaming platform.
2: It's on Hulu now. It's That's now on Hulu. It. Blackberry, uh
0: from twenty twenty three. this might make it to the sleazy's in some shape or form.
2: I would be surprised if it wasn't.
0: Uh, so basically, this is the story of uh, BlackBerry. Uh, two mismatched entrepreneurs, egghead innovator uh, Mike Lazardus and cutthroat businessman Jim Basali uh, joined forces uh, in an endeavor that that was to become worldwide hit in little more than a decade. The story of the Meteorock Meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Did you guys ever own a BlackBerry?
2: I never owned a BlackBerry.
0: I owned uh, two. Really?
2: Yep. See, oh yeah,
0: that. yeah. I had the uh, the original one with the the scrolling wheel on the it.
1: the trackpad, or what do they
2: call it? No,
0: not the trackpad. It had the the w- wheel on the side okay. that you scroll through the apps with, and then you know the keyboard on okay. it.
2: I think that's the only one later one oh. with the trackpad. I think.
0: Bro, let me tell you the the feeling I had when I saw Jay's character walk out in one of the scenes with the holstered blackberry i was like (laughs) oh fuck man i missed that missed it ah that holster but because like the way the blackberry slid into the holster and it clicked you were Mm. like oh i'm a fucking g (laughs) (laughs)
2: i'm (laughs) ready to make some calls today baby. oh
0: yeah i mean and they they really did catch on like there's a part in the movie where he tells the sales team like you're gonna make this
1: a lifestyle change right he says like you know you're not you're not selling a product or whatever you're selling, like being part of the elite or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that's when you had a blackberry, you felt like you were on top of the world.
1: Yeah. That was, I mean, cause that was, I mean, cell phones were getting kind of big, but yeah. a blackberry wasn't a cell phone. Really. It was a blackberry I, yeah. in a way.
0: I th- want to say you could get on like Facebook and stuff on blackberry. Yeah. But I think it
2: was well, the one thing where it starts really connecting with everything yeah. to what we have now. Yep.
0: Yep. But, uh, it's kind of funny like, I had that one, and then I had the Storm, which they said...
2: That was the worst one. Yeah, the last it was one. the
0: worst one, and it was the iPhone uh, competitor, you yeah. know, because it, it, you press down on it, it would still give you the click feeling yeah. that you would get from using the keyboard. Mm. Uh, I remember not... I, I don't think I disliked it, but it wasn't the best phone. Yeah. I think I had it for a year, and I got rid of it.
2: Yeah, I think the, it was... I think the biggest return in the last one they had, I think. They said 98% stated,
0: of users... Yeah didn't like it or right. whatever it had
1: uh, like technical difficulties or something
0: yeah I, I don't remember having any big problems with it but like i said i don't that was back when you could get a new phone every year right you just went in it was like 200 bucks or whatever but uh so uh what's his face is it jay marshall yeah marshall. yeah. uh he's in it he he stars he's he you know I uh, forget who he what what the he, guy's name is. Do you know his name? Uh,
1: Mike. Uh, yeah, that's what you just Lajaris. said. Mike Lazaridis. Okay. Lazzarides. Yeah. So
0: he plays the guy that actually invents the the BlackBerry or whatever. Which they did link. Yeah, Pocket, Pocket link, link, link is what they originally called it. Then Glenn Howerton, uh, he plays Jim uh, Balzilli. Balls silly. Yeah. Balls it's Balzilli. What? Can I just say this? What a brilliant fucking piece of acting by Glenn Howerton, man. Yeah.
1: He I mean he steals the show. He pulls, he pulls, really he pulls up in like his first scene in his in his um Mercedes. In his uh and doesn't have a top. Like, convertible. Convertible. It's convertible. And he comes in, He all he cares about is his hockey. He goes into his uh room with his masks. Yeah. He's got he's got the um he's got the interview with like the big client coming and he sees like the guy's gonna steal his thunder talking about like taxes. Yeah. And he's like, uh, give me give me a copy of that tax report real quick. I wanna go over that. Just trying to totally steal the guy's thunder and cut him. Mean, you can. You can. It's very early. You could tell, like he's, like he's a weasel, cutthroat <laughs> asshole. Yeah. He's he's out to get his. You think of like he. Yeah. It's all. I'm. How do I get to that next level?
0: Yeah. Uh, but man, totally fucking like he just looked so fucking like one of those guys, you know? Yeah. Like the horseshoe haircut. And I guess yeah. he really shaved his hair right there. Really? So, so yeah, it wasn't a. It wasn't a. uh what are they skull called cap or whatever. yeah skull yeah. cap so because yeah, he was talking I watched an interview where he was talking about wearing he had to wear a hat you know but what a fucking I mean this movie was entertaining and I found myself fucking cracking up at certain parts of it I did too but you know I don't know how much of it is 100% true but it is a good representation of what happened to. it that. is it's
1: based on a book yeah called losing the signal yeah
0: <laughs> but man I thought it was really interesting how they 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 really i mean we can think a lot of the smartphone industry from them yeah i mean they really figured out how to uh get the most out of the you know verizon network and other networks so where they could put all these smartphones on the the network without crashing it yeah but uh so i mean you learn stuff like that when you're watching the movie but man great performances by everybody that was in it and i really wanted to work for uh rim uh Motion or whatever it was called. It looked yeah, like they had...
1: Whatever in motion, yeah, Rim. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, it looked like uh, they had a lot of fun there. What was it, movie movie night?
2: Movie night. Yeah. Research in motion.
0: Yeah, research in motion. That's what it was, Rim. Uh, yeah, I mean, super great performances by everybody, like I said. And I ended up giving this movie three and a half stars. It was just a fun watch. That's and, why I gave it three and a half. Like you said, Glenn Howerton really fucking steals the show.
1: Yeah. But I every, mean like everybody's good. Uh, Baruchel's good in it. I guess I didn't know this. The uh the director Matt Johnson. I'm not familiar with any other other movies he's done. He's done a couple. But he played he played The Other Founder, uh, Freegan. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, Fregan uh run around with his uh headband on and his Yeah. Ninja he was always Turtles cassettes or whatever. Yeah. He
0: always had like cut-off sleeve shirts and shorts on too. Like yeah. the man never showed up for work <laughs> nah. professionally. Um Carrie Hells was in this too. He played the Palm Pilot CEO. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. There's a point in the movie where they have lunch with him and he flies out to Canada to kind of get a hold of them because they're starting to make some noise. And, you know, at the time they were the other kind of, pocket pc yeah, right. that, device
1: yeah that right the device that's not a cell phone but it's a cell phone kind of thing
0: yeah like you because what was it you could read emails on palm pilots right yeah but you couldn't make phone calls right. Right. i think
1: the idea was that, like, and plus you could kind of write on it it had the did it yeah. have like a pen or whatever originally? i, or I like think it? so
0: well like one of them did at some point but i mean and they're at this uh this lunch and you know carrie l's character he's he's discussing things like hey you know i think we got a great opportunity to merge here or you know kind of invest in each other and and they're kind of like well no we want to keep control over the decisions and he goes well how about we just talk about a hostile takeover then Yeah. at some point and uh glenn howardin's character he's he's
1: like yeah okay well, better to get rich quick right. and then, he's like let's we'll, we'll make a meeting about it give us a month or whatever to get finances in order yeah. as
0: soon as they get back to the office he's like sell you're gonna sell fucking 15 million
2: phones and
1: I don't care what the network well you guys figure out the network we're gonna start selling these phones he's like but
2: these guys these guys can't build this network he's like oh we'll find someone
1: yeah
0: I love it, dude, when he goes into the sales team and he's like,
2: vacation's over, fuckheads. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you, you deadite fucks. Oh, man,
0: it's such a fuck. Like, that dude, the way he screams at people, like...
2: That's a straight guy who's straight businessman who wants his shit done.
0: The best know? part is, after they have this meeting, he gets canned at the yeah. beginning. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, he, right. when they pitch him the, the pocket link.
1: Right, like the gall. Like, he goes straight up to these guys and be like, look, I want 50% of your company for, what, $150,000 or whatever he yeah. says. Like i mean you know that's the thing with you know we had like air uh, last was that last year talking about or the year before yeah, talking yeah, about uh, nike like we had the flaming hot cheetos movie or whatever. i still haven't watched that i haven't watched that one either, either. but um you know so it's, it's kind of on on one hand it's kind of silly to root for like these companies that make millions and billions of dollars but it's interesting like you know obviously like if you knew uh jim Bossilly or whatever in real life he'd probably be like i hate this fucking guy he's a piece of shit but as a character he's just just so interesting oh like, yeah
0: it's so fun to watch him like the when he so like when he gets fired at the beginning of the movie he's getting his shit and he's you know getting out of the office and he they left their pitch board and he's like he you know he sees the potential that right. they he had, but he knew he idea. knew that they didn't have the the business expertise to kind of take right. it to the next level. Right. So, what he does is he's like, I can fucking make this work. They've already got the work done. I can go in there and fucking do the rest. And he call You know, he has the lunch with him. He's like, Here's what I want. Blah 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 blah. blah. They're like, No. So they call and counter offering. Would do they go do? like thirty percent or something like, 33% like that? percent right. for like, and co CEO because he wanted yeah. to run it all and call all the shots. Yeah. And he accepts on that but he shows up to work and they're watching him, you know, show up in this fucking Mercedes Benz and like you said, he's waiting like 10 minutes for the fucking convertible top to come over mm-hmm. and he walks in and it's just nothing but a bunch of fucking nerds playing fucking computer <laughs> D- games yeah, online D&D
2: or whatever they were playing or
0: like they literally like whoever wins puts a a plunger, a on, top plunger of on top of their
2: PC. Yeah. He sees it and he's
0: like what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> no
1: secretary or nothing.
0: And yeah. That, you know when they had the meeting they told him like oh dude we've got a what was it 15 million dollar deal with i think it was which, which, it was a company with that was U- like rising pretty much like robotics or something like yeah that. something like that the company USR i recognize.
2: i'm sorry u.s robotics
0: u.s robotics that's who it was and he's like they tell him like yeah they fucked us on the deal he goes i fucking told you they were gonna fuck you yeah and he's, i would have
2: done the same thing they're like, like that.
0: they show him like the closet that's gonna be his office and he's like Somebody get me fucking U.S. robotics on the phone right now. And they're just staring at him like, who are you talking to? And he's like, I don't fucking care who I'm talking to. And he picks the phone up, and it's that old static, you yeah. know, when somebody was get on off the, the-
2: fucking internet.
0: He, he's like, get off the fucking internet, you nerds. And then he fucking slams the phone down. And it's like classic, like, it reminds you of Dennis from uh, Always Sunny. Yeah. Rips the phone out of the wall and fucking throws it in the office. And he's like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but he totally has a meltdown and like you're just like this dude is fucking awesome That's I want to watch this but then you're like like you said you think about it you're like this has to be the worst dude ever to work for yeah well like he's just a terrible person but he's a great character for a movie
2: and you just look and like you say you don't like rooting for companies but with those guys there you do because they're just nerds and trying to have fun you know like hey we're having a movie night and they just get ready and watch a movie and they got get they get rid of that shit like yeah work
0: yeah uh, it was a super good movie. You can check it out on Hulu. Uh, I, I think we all highly recommend it. I, I mean,
1: definitely should check it out.
0: It's definitely fun. We'll say that.
1: Michael
2: Ironside uh, is in it. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, he was good too. See like, who, who's that hey, guy? He's gained a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah big. like he's, he's almost. Big I'm
0: like until you hear him speak, you would never know it's Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah. But you know that happens to the best of us as we age. Oh, okay. Mike, he'll figure it out. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so now we're going to move on to. Uh, dune part two this was what we spent our afternoon doing was three hours well, our, not our afternoon our morning yeah fucking three hours dude that was i felt it, it was long but it was epic yeah
1: but it kept you rob can you do came. one of those middle eastern uh musical yells that they do all through the movie or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. what were they doing they were like oh they were doing their like summoning the worm or
0: some shit like yeah.
1: well they were like they were uh, communicating with each other uh, and yeah, let, let them know who was coming. Like, what
0: language were they speaking? Was it a made-up language? Made up. Yeah, just made-up language. Like, how do they make up languages like that? Yeah,
1: like, they yeah. do. Uh, you know, sometimes just it's, like it's different. I think like sometimes they range. just kind of do it, and then, like sometimes they get like Maybe linguists involved, and they make blend some some stuff together of some yeah,
0: sort.
2: Like they might hear some type of like dialect, and they're like, "Oh, we'll base it off of that," and then go forward. With what
0: them. a fucking all-star cast that this is, though. Uh, yeah, I wasn't big on the first Dune movie, like. It was okay, but I thought it was boring and very slow paced.
1: See if I can do this without being too loud.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of like some Lion King. It's like no, like a
2: Middle Eastern like war movie basically.
0: Long live the fighters. Following the mythic journey of Paul uh, how do you say his name? Eridides. Atreides. 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 Yeah, there we go. Oh. Atreides, as he uh, unites with uh, Chani and the Freeman while on a path of revenge uh, against the conspirators who destroyed his family, facing a choice between the love of his life and fate of the uh, the known universe, Paul endeavours a uh, endeavours to prevent a terrible future for only uh, a future terrible future for only he can foresee. Jesus couldn't spit it out there. Uh, but Timothy Chalamet's the main character. Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, David Batista, Christopher Walken. I mean,
2: Christopher Walken. Pff, uh, and then uh, the, the, Emperor, the Emperor, come on, wow, the Emperor
0: Javier Bardem. I mean, uh, just uh, we're loaded with people in this. He's probably
2: moment. one of the one of the best. Well, funniest persons in the. Uh, he was great uh, in this yeah, one. Yeah,
0: like he was great, and and like. He wasn't really in the, the first one, was he? He it, was at the, end? the end. Yeah, the, the very end, end where he they're shows like, up to
1: meet the Duke. Yeah, like at one point. It's they like kind Zendaya; of
2: she's in it, maybe total of twenty minutes altogether. Yeah, they, they meet him yeah. there at the end. Yeah, when they're like, like very, lost like, out his, in the desert, his, pretty, pretty like, much
0: foresight or whatever. Uh, but man, what a cinematic masterpiece! Like, yeah, this is I gonna life is real. Yeah. yeah, this might go down in history as one of the better like movies to see in the theater, and I mean, just beautiful a beautiful movie well shot uh some of the lighting scenes they did and filming with you know like timothy chalamet in the background and the light coming through and
2: some of his epic walks with the music yeah
0: i mean everything was just kind of like perfect with it yeah and i think it could have been paced a little betterly uh i mean that's really my only complaint there was some times where i was like okay can we get going here like let's get back on track here but as good of a movie as it is, I would really love to have seen like a a nice high budget Game of Thrones style series out of this. Just because I feel like they over squeeze a lot of info and leave out some other stuff than kind of leave you to interpret it. And I I, I don't want to interpret it. I want to know everything.
2: Well, even Mr. PBS, we've said this too, that... The amount of stuff they leave in and the amount of stuff they take out that it would be more beneficiary if they actually did a
1: series. Yeah.
2: Like, they can probably do maybe four or five seasons of, like, maybe ten episodes like Game of Thrones where they give yeah. you details uh, of it and the backgrounds to it. It's
1: really the kind of thing where, like, the more you stuff you try to put in, the more you'd have to put in. Yeah. Because you'd have to explain things that explain things in a way. Like I said, that was... If, if in, in perfect world, I'm making Dune... It would have been like a three-parter. And the first one would have been almost like explaining. In a, in a perfect world, right. when I'm making do. Right? Like, I make it. You almost have to explain things like like the Benny Gesserit and the different houses yeah, up front so that when you get to the movie, you can not explain them. So like, I like uh, part part one covers what it should have been for the most part. And like I said, I've, I, I told you guys when we were having lunch, like, I didn't like part one as much as a lot of people seem to like it. It's uh, it seems like everybody on like my letterbox and everyone's like oh five star movie four, yeah four I, star movie I, I gave three it yeah
0: it's not a five star movie I just think it was an average movie <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I it was good but like it wasn't what I wanted it to be yeah and that's always you know when you're judging a movie you have to judge it against what it is not what you want it to be but I don't care it wasn't quite what I wanted it to be it's, I, I think it's it's good
0: <laughs> I definitely want to re-watch the first one after seeing this one because. I might have a better appreciation Mm -hmm. for it now that i I saw the second one and really enjoyed it a lot
1: and i I told you guys like this part one and part two were like made the same way but part one was not like an action sci-fi movie and this is you know part part one's more like explaining stuff and getting into the politics of things and i don't know maybe maybe it needed like a different director even just to kind of do something different I mean, there were there
0: was like really good moments in the first one, like right. uh, the Jason Momoa fight. Mm-hmm. I remember liking that. Yeah. And but it, you know, it took a while to get to right. certain things, and that, and I think that's the pacing was just way too off. In that when one. I
1: when I rewatched it uh, recently, that was like the number one thing. Like this feels like it's taken a long time to yeah. do things.
0: Yeah, it, it, to even explain certain things, it's it was just like eh, you know, and I mean. I'm not a fan of the nineteen eighty four yeah. dune. I've never even watched it other than seeing clips of it here and there.
1: To give it a watch. It's it's, a, been a, years. it's interesting.
0: Isn't a, isn't our boy in it, uh Patrick uh Stewart? Yeah, he
1: plays uh Gurney Halleck. Okay. Which is uh, Josh or yeah, Josh Roland. Josh in this one. Okay.
0: Yeah, um yeah, that first one was just meh. But this one, I was fucking into this one like from start to finish. Like it, it just had me hooked. Well, it's got
1: it's got so much more it's got it gets like these uh characters like uh, Austin Butler's uh, Fade is a good character you see more of Chani you get the princess of Rulians in there finally Christopher Walken shows up as the emperor yeah and it's it's really like the same sort of politics stuff in the first one is starting to happen but it's also this sort of adventurer kind of action yeah, thing
0: but but you see certain aspects of the movie forcing the political parts in right and that's where you know in the first one you don't really see that you just get a lot of dialogue and you're just kind of like well what's causing this mm-hmm. to to happen you know <laughs> but uh yeah phenomenal movie though i mean every aspect of this movie the direction the cinematography the acting timothy chalamet was phenomenal in this he killed it uh what's her face? Uh, the scenes that you do see florence Pugh, and she was really good um mm-hmm. uh, christopher walken i could have gone either way with him being in this movie like i kind of wish somebody else would have had yeah. that part
2: well just like he says you know baron i'm says it's it's christopher walking yeah. so i make you want to start laughing but it's but like it's not. i
0: told you when the movie ended i'm like you know Christopher Walken is a legend. If he says he wants to do something, you don't tell him no. Right. He wasn't
1: like he wasn't doing like his Christopher Walken thing, really, though. Right. Yeah. Just, but but, that but in tone. a way you just see him and it's in your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's exactly well, and you hear you certain it. tones and yeah. you're like,
2: oh, he's doing it. Yeah.
1: So you know, like it's he's not he's not giving like his over exaggerated Christopher Walken, but that's how kind of how we see him growing up with him like that.
2: Yeah, so it just sounds like every time he yeah. speaks. I mean,
0: I will say this was a little slow in some parts, but it's still like it picked right back up and got going again. I and always uh that last hour of that movie, right? Fuck, dude, right. Yeah. fucking intense. Yeah,
1: I always kind of like to, especially during longer movies. Just if I feel something, I check my phone just to kind of get an idea. And like I checked it, we were like two hours in or something, or an hour, almost two hours in. So it was it it, it didn't feel too draggy. It was paced decent, but like you said, as soon as you as soon as you start to feel a little bit, it kind of picks back up. You're like, okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a uh, a phenomenal fucking movie. It was <laughs> I mean, great. Uh and that fucking there's a fight at the end of it mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Holy shit, this is fucking like my heart was beating during that fight." It's a sword fight pretty much. Uh sword
1: or what, what you want to call a dagger fight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like dagger, small sword.
1: Champion's fight. Yeah, champion. But uh there's a champion. name for it in the book, but I can't remember what it's called where they have to fight like that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny and I didn't really have time to rewatch the first Dune movie before I went into this. So what I did was I watched a video where a guy broke it down. He was like, all right, I'm going to break Dune down, but I'm going to compare it to Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And the way he compared it was just great. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking into this now. I like, I, I can't wait to see the second one. But I'm I'm glad that it's getting uh, you know a lot of praise because you just don't see a lot of sci-fi movies, even when they're great, get mm-hmm. this kind of... Uh, I don't know how you want to call it, you know, praise or...
1: Accolades. Yeah,
0: the accolades that this is getting. But, uh, you know, like the average rating for this on Letterboxd is a 4.6. I gave it a 4. You gave it a 4? I haven't done my rating yet, but I'm definitely smashing this like button. (laughs) And I'm going to go 4.5. Just because, I mean, dude, some of the, the fight scenes and the the way they fucking take people out and stuff. What's, in that, it's, that very, desert.
2: it's what's like very gorilla tactic, you know, cause they're using their homeland as their advantage. So like, I mean, like they're just laying in the stand. I want to know,
0: like, and... I want to watch like a making of this now yeah, because yeah. I mean, it was so fucking detailed and I want to know where they filmed it, how they did certain lighting effects. Yeah. Like, I just want to know everything I can about this movie. It was that good.
1: Yeah. I'm curious. I wonder if we'll get like, a, I would love to get like a Lord of the Rings extended edition of this. Because uh, I was reading as we as we left, uh, actor Tim Blake Nelson, uh, he was cut out of the film. He played oh, really, yeah. They didn't say who he played. It was kind of like a secret, or some for some reason. But people are suggesting he played. I forget the character's name, but in the book, uh, Margot Fenring, who's one of the Bennett guests who gets with uh, Austin Butler, she had a husband in the book, and he's kind okay. of he's kind of integral to some of the stuff that happens later. But obviously, they didn't need him for the movie, and that's who they think he might have been. So, I'd be curious uh, to see, like, if we get like an extended cut or like a super cut of both of these movies or something would be kind of really cool. I know, I'd, I'd be down for that, even even though I don't care for the first one all that much. If you told me there was maybe some more stuff to add in that they could fiddle with it, I'd be I'd be into that. I'll, right. probably, I'll probably buy it after the, like. It, dune one and two comes out as like a pack or whatever
0: yeah Yeah, this is you know i find myself like gauging how i buy blu-rays nowadays and it's pretty much like if it's you know on a certain level of epicness and like i definitely would i want to own this but it doesn't seem like if you're gonna own it you gotta own it in the set right just you know because you never know when that internet's gonna go out and you might have a day where you don't have internet or something you gotta throw a movie on Mm -hmm. right but man, what a fucking intense movie, dude. It was good. And you know, it some of the stuff is hard to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the the political stuff that they're talking about and mm-hmm. stuff, but in the first one anyways. This one you didn't have that issue cuz you kind of know what's going on.
1: Yeah, like like we said, I think they leave out enough that you kind of you understand you understand what you need to understand yeah and if you if they if they don't explain it you probably don't need to understand it yeah <laughs> honestly i feel like if you haven't seen the first one you don't really need to you can, you can go to the one without i feel
0: seeing like it. you could see this on a standalone and just kind of get the, the obviously it, I wouldn't mean, know who everybody up. is
1: yeah. Yeah. or kind of what they're doing but I, I think you could get the gist
0: i you know i almost wish they would have done a recap right before the movie i was started. wondering
1: if they would put something in there
0: but you know that probably would have added another 20 minutes onto yeah. it and yeah but, man, I was—I had a solid hour where I had to piss. <laughs> and I was like, I can't fucking get up because this movie's too good.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: So I'm, like, holding it in. Then when we got out, there was a fucking line for the bathroom. We were like, walk to the other the end of the theater.
2: When we walked to the other bathroom, too, they had the Showtime listings. It's Dude, all it was all that those whole
1: doom. side of the theater was, was all, all doomed. I, I almost took a picture of it. But it was like four or five showings of dune and one of the holdovers yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know the holdovers was still in theater well, yeah, i think they, they reissued they put oh, it back because of the oscars yeah yeah it's a solid fucking movie though uh, you know another,
1: another thumbs up all around
0: and yeah. honestly i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much if i would have watched it at home like i did the first dune mm. yeah like there's just cer- certain things you have to get the feel and experience of the the sound system in the theaters
1: well i mean you know we we overuse the word epic but i mean this dune is an epic yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah it really is i mean there's only one way
1: to describe this movie and that's epic <laughs> but I, um, I certainly encourage anybody out there listening who who's like the movies that should try out the book it's a good book I and like to try it out. if
0: you do go to the theater don't go see it in the regular screens like you got to see it on the super screen or the big screen mm-hmm. or the imax i mean that's just the what they're you just have to experience certain movies in the best quality possible it's worth it and this is one of those movies definitely but like i said i think we're all in agreement uh you didn't give us your ranking
1: i don't know if i have a rating yet at least probably end up being like a four star at least three and a half probably yeah yeah wow
0: you're not gonna give it the 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 four solid huh yeah
1: yeah like i said it's good i like i said because it's hard for me to gauge because i like the book so much yeah right that i'm like man i wish this was in it or that was in it or whatever
0: uh, see i'm just going off of no okay. experience and yeah. that
1: was that was my issue especially with the first one like are these people loving it and I, I wanted to look up a review from somebody who likes the book but maybe doesn't like the movie so much and just see if i'm if, if i'm nutty or if it's not yeah because i do i feel bad i feel bad that people like that first one so much and i just don't <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I'm with you on that I'm Which, just... and that scared me going into this one because it had such high praise going in i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> Am I going to not like this one, too? Right. But it, it's definitely...
0: I got to say, I'm a I'm a Timothy Chowmei fan after this. After, well, after this, yeah. Chowmei fan. Uh, but, man, super, super fucking good movie, man. Go to the theater and fucking see it. Check it out.
1: Lay down your 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah, don't be it's a lazy it. fuck.
0: Get out and see it. <laughs> Experience
1: it. the cinema.
2: It's worth it.
0: Yes. Uh, so, moving on to our last segment of the show, we're going to talk about True Detective... Now that the season five is complete. And if you haven't seen it, now's your time to check out all the show.
1: There will be spoilers.
0: There will be spoilers. So thank you for listening if you haven't. And if you are joining us in this experience, let's get it on, as Mills Lane would say.
2: Celebrity <laughs> Deathmatch is fucking amazing. Oh, I love that show. I love it. It's so
0: great. fucking hilarious. I'll allow it. So, I, you know, I started out really liking the season and, you know it was creepy it had those nice vibes to it and then you know like i we called it that one and i was like this is it's gonna be some bullshit yep. turned out to be some bullshit
1: honestly i um i might have liked it a little more if we if we'd have been like 100 percent right yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Were, we were actually kind of close just joking we joking were gonna it we were closer than maybe we thought we were yeah it wasn't
0: but i, I felt like they took an easy way out on this one yeah and I don't know. It just didn't... Either way, they would have went... I think it would have been easy. Mm. Because they they messed around with too much shit. They were like, oh, there's this mystical part of the show. And then there's this completely, you know... Bullshit. (laughs) You know, not bullshit, but the common sense denominator has to be in play here. And it's not what we think it is. But I don't... There's just... There's no top in season 1. There never will be and you know.
2: And we understand that, but you you got to at least get something to compare to right. and match it at least. Right.
0: And I, I didn't think it was terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it certainly wasn't terrible. Jody Foster was great. Uh the other chick was was really good. Callie Reyes, Reyes. Yeah, I mean it, it there's some great performances and uh I don't know, like I wish it would have been just a tad bit longer and they would have got into some other things along the way but I
1: no, wish it was a tad bit shorter
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know it just didn't land very well it no. just didn't you know it started out really good and it just finished awfully
2: well, and I mentioned before I said the first two episodes I was really into it and then the third and fourth I was just like I don't know what their they're doing I just I lost interest in it and then like episode 5 was like it really started to pick up something happened yeah something happened five. What you said and that, then, that was sort of the problem. like yeah. nothing happened for
1: yeah, quite a it's while just,
2: yeah nothing built off of it for me and it's just like which which
0: episode was the one where the guy like wakes up in the, the ice or whatever when they dethaw it probably like oh, the third one I think uh, uh, one no it is
2: when he oh he actually wakes up, it's probably like the third. Cause they're Cause in the, the hockey
0: rink or something. They're right. defrosting, it and he's like, ah.
2: Oh no, that's, no, that's the beginning of the second one because they're, they're cutting it, and then he's like, oh, right, screaming. he was still outside, yeah, yeah. He was still yeah. outside. But then
1: he was in like a coma for an yeah. episode or two. Yeah,
2: right. And I mean, that's your response too, like, holy fuck! I mean, like, hey, you think you something know? like
0: crazy really happens to these people, and it turns out no, it wasn't crazy. No,
1: and just because of just because of where they start out, you think it has to be at least something kind of crazy,
0: right? <laughs> And what is it with this police department that they can't bring anybody in for questioning? Right. Like they they go and they're like, we need to talk to this dude. And all the tribe comes out and they're like, you need to get the fuck off our property or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, the police are like, okay, we're out of here. <laughs> well, they
2: act like, well, it is like they didn't want to fucking do it. Like, I don't know, I got to deal with this bullshit. I'm like, you're fucking yeah. cops. I mean, we expect.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. And, and there was a lot of stuff that you could just see writing on the wall, you know? Yeah. Like, we all knew that one cop was a dirtbag, the father. Right. And sure enough, what's he do? He, he goes in there, and he kills the fucking crazy guy. Yeah. And,
2: the laziest motherfucking cop I've ever seen. Yeah. I'll get to it. He's just like, get it now. I mean, why, what are you doing? All I got to say is,
0: about. don't fuck with science shit. Right. Yeah. They will fucking murder you. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I loved her. Well, you choked the shit out of her when she was dying. So yeah, it really, looked like you really it. loved her when you were fucking... Yeah.
0: You know, taking love, her last breath her. away from her.
2: Look at my face. Did you love her? Yes.
0: How many times did they fucking stab that poor girl? Like, 30, a lot. <laughs> <A lot. times. laughs> like they were all Like, take, they were all, like, taking turns, like, massacring her. It was yeah. like, Jesus, this I'm, is a fucking it, horror movie Well, at that's this what point. it
2: sounded like, but it sounded like it was just one guy who kept stabbing her, and they just held her down, what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, though. And then, like, they couldn't. You know, another thing was when they found the secret, uh, like, Lair? compartment that yeah. went down into the real lab that they were studying and stuff. like they couldn't see fingerprints on the fucking floor when they were, you know,
1: well, as somebody pointed out, like the the secret tunnel is directly under the lab base. yeah, it's like, oh, we you couldn't find that at all or something? yeah
0: well, I mean, there's obviously been a crime here where everybody's disappeared, and no one thought to like turn the lights out and there's no forensic lab in Alaska that can come out and investigate this building
1: not this time either. that <laughs> yeah. was where uh there i think it was like the second or third episode like jody foster says we need to get like the forensic person here to check this out and they're like oh he's coming by plane tonight or whatever and that's f- for just a second where i thought they'd try to bring in like mcconaughey or somebody yeah and then it doesn't happen and you kind of realize by that like second or third episode they're dropping little hints about season one yeah and you realize that's all it is it's not like it's, it's not it's, it's not just a fucking the story yeah and yeah. it's not, gonna, and know, it's not it. even like it's not even an easter egg it's just like hey remember season one yeah. you liked season one
0: <laughs> that, that was another thing i had an issue with like the whole uh you know matthew mcconaughey's character's dad like everybody's like, oh that's his dad that's his dad well who gives a fuck he's not yeah. gonna show up it's fucking right. worthless
1: yeah it really was it, it, it's just like the other references it's like oh okay. I didn't even realize until somebody on, you know, social media pointed out, Oh, that's Travis Cole. Okay.
2: I mean, it's interesting. You're like, okay, well maybe it's going to lead to this. And it's just like, it really doesn't follow through with anything for it.
0: It's almost like they just threw it in there to kind of get you to, to stay engaged and watch each episode in hopes that something Mm -hmm. would happen. You know, somebody would come in from a previous true detective, but, and And to me, that's kind of shitty. Like fucking commit to it. If you're going to do that, I do that.
1: I, um, they've announced already that they're going to do a season five and Issa lopez is going to be involved either as a writer and or director or whatever and i'm more curious to see that season where they can let the other seasons go because i think that that's a big negative for me the way they threw that stuff in there it's just a tease really yeah it really and is. i wish I, i'd have i'd have almost liked the season instantly a little better if they'd have just not had any of that in there, right, and right, and tried I'm, to do their own thing, I'm,
0: I'm with you 100 percent on that.
1: You know the spirals. There's even um, I think it's the it's the very end of episode two. They find the trailer with the uh, the things that are similar to like the tree traps or whatever from yeah. from the first season of True Detective. Yeah. They're they're not, but they're supposed to be. It's supposed to remind you of the same thing. And it's like, man, I wish you'd have just did your own thing instead of reminding me about season one again. Right. Yeah. yeah. I took, yeah. I took some notes that I, I wanted to, I
0: see dude that's a lot of fucking notes here
1: uh, just just some like points I wanted to remember I, I, I mentioned to you guys while we were talking about or while we were talking about it in the group chat I didn't like the Billie Eilish theme song oh I fucking love that Billie Eilish uh, very theme offended. song dude
2: well I think with with the tone it it, it fits it but I mean that's they were very
1: it. Billie Eilish yeah. heavy, heavy on this um, uh, Issa Lopez said that that's, she wrote this season like in 2020 listening to Billie Eilish.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Because there's like an... I think it was like the end of episode four where they find the meth head yeah. in the little abandoned factory ship, or whatever. Like, like a ship. Yeah, it's a ship. Yeah. And they start playing that, everybody dies. Mm-hmm. And they she finds the other cop, you know, all, freaking out or whatever. And that was another thing, like, the, the other cop just disappears.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, give me a fuck. Nobody can find this lady? And that's the thing, like... Again, they're mixing the supernatural and the real world, but kind of like not in a consistent way. Yeah, like,
0: they're not engaging in in one like, or the other.
1: Like Travis Cole, like how did that? How did the lady find the bodies? Yeah, Travis Cole's ghost led her to it. Well, like ghosts aren't real, really, you know. Yeah. So, like, how does she real world find it? We don't know. Then, what happens to Agent Navarro at the end? Like, is she dead or something, and a ghost, or did she just go live with the other? indigenous people and yeah, we don't know where she's at. I,
2: I it, Just the way it seems like that she was in trouble and they were like had questions for her and she said, nah, I'm just going to fucking dip out. Right, I, that, And I just like, that's what kind of threw me off. The, I'm like, what What are they fucking doing here? And then the way that at the end, she's like, you got a lot of people that way. It, well, it just yeah. wasn't consistent. Yeah. Maybe. Well, she's like at the end too, like you see Jodie Foster sitting down and she's over, over there like, is she really real or what is this? You know what I mean? I, I don't know.
0: Maybe I'm an idiot here and I'm just not seeing <laughs> You know, reading between the lines I always, that, that I always like to give that, like, disclaimer. Like, maybe I'm the dummy. Maybe yeah. I just don't <laughs> get it. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Because I'm just like, is there something supernatural going on in this show? Or was Navarro just, you well, know... Well,
2: just like, was it the elk or reindeer that jumped off the cliff? And no one ever really went into detail why that is. Yeah. It, and she's awake. It's just like, what are we talking about here? Like Somebody else pointed out,
1: like, what was the point of the... Th- the the darkness. Yeah. Like I get, it's a cool setting, I get that, but like there was the story didn't have anything to do with it being night for yeah. however many months or whatever. Yeah. It didn't really didn't really play into it. Nope. I did want to uh, we talked about uh, John Hawks. He's good in it as as Hank Pryor the 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 sort of dirty cop. Yeah. And like
0: he's he, probably my favorite part of that show. He's and- he's
1: good in it, but like it's some of it's weird like his whole like Russian bride story. Yeah. I don't I didn't quite get what that was about like is he just like he's a pathetic dude yeah i is think that that's the, kind of what, what it, it was they like? were he all, used all the
2: money he was paid off with the bribe and then he, he couldn't he money.
0: couldn't find some poor alaskan small town lady to right. marry him that's what i'm
2: saying
1: so <laughs> I, I didn't quite get that but he was good in it um i did like i took his name was like joel d montgrand the guy who played eddie Kovac, mm-hmm. the guy that uh Navarro was sleeping with he, oh yeah he was good in it i yeah. i, I, I kind of liked a little more of him and i think that's
2: the thing too like he's like feeding the fiend is like animals or some shit and she has his toothbrush, toothbrush out and then like she's not there it's just like yeah wh- did like, you, what? Eddie. That,
0: that was at least he got his spongebob toothbrush back
2: I guess, but
0: so i mean that right there tells you she's alive right but, but
2: but he even asked her in one episode he's like i want you to come back and she like kisses him or hugs him but she don't really say they
0: kind of shit on that relationship
2: yeah right? yeah they just like it's I'm just they,
0: tired of these relationships getting shit on. In well, it's the just shows. like, they,
2: well, they they present it and start building a little bit of it. And then, and just, then they just abandon it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what the, why even bring it up for?
0: Love is dead. That's why, right?
2: <laughs> That's got that. Problem. Like, I get
1: it. That's like a thing with like season one, like all the relationships are garbage because the people are, you know, messed up. So I, I kind of get that, but it doesn't really, I don't know. I like, I like the character. I just, I kind of want more of the character. I liked their relationship and, and maybe want a little more of it and for
2: me personally as a good note when they started doing the more of actual detective shit with like Liz and you know Peter when they start doing that the questions back and forth on what's lurking it, it's really good it's, it's like just, we're walking you know we'll, we'll always keep saying it's just like we're, we're not asking the right questions it's just they keep referring back to that I'm like and it's super good when they start doing that then it's like they, start they on commented
1: her. he was the only one doing any detecting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And,
2: and she's like, Peter, you know, go, you need to go do this. Was Christmas Eve? I don't fucking care. She really did
0: shit on, like, on that shit dude. On dude. She did, man. She was like, like, why don't you fucking go do some work? <laughs> right.
1: And I didn't quite, I, I didn't quite get it. Like, I didn't quite get Danvers' thing. Like, they keep showing flashbacks to her son. Did they say he died in a car accident or something? Well, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, well, something. She says that,
2: like, well, I don't know if he was in there, if he's still in pain or so, if he was dead yeah. or. But they don't say how, like, if it was a drunk or uh, maybe a drunk driver because of the first episode. Yeah, we don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, they just, they allude to it. They don't even go to detail why. And they, they do they there. do
1: flashbacks to it, but they, it doesn't really play anything. And again, it reminds me of season one because Rust's character had his daughter killed by a, a, <laughs> a drunk driver or whatever. Yeah. So it was, al- it was almost a reference to that because it doesn't play to anything, really. It just says, yeah, I get it. Danvers is messed up and she's sleeping around or whatever. Okay, cool, fine. But
2: I mean, that's the only thing you can think of is that that you know anytime fucked her up so bad that way she is
1: anytime there was any
0: type of police or detective work to be done she was like christopher eccleson meet me at the hotel (laughs) i gotta fuck you and that's the thing too
3: they didn't
2: bring in like the him back for anything near the end of like what happened or any of that shit or even like Uh,
0: he he has his appearances like you know they when he tells her to back off the case.
2: Yeah, but not even in the end, like, you know, him interrogating her or anything, because no. I know she's getting questioned, but he's not there, and you figure he would be there in some, you know, shape or form, or even, like, the the manager that he was speaking with.
0: I did like how they were, you know, grilling her on the other officer being, you know, disappearing. Mm-hmm. Because, well, a lot of people disappear around here, and <laughs> I'm sure we'll find him in the summer floating around. Right, yeah. So.
1: It kind of got me, too. The, uh, one thing I didn't like about this, that was like the other seasons, like there's no time jump. Yeah. I like the time jumps in the other seasons because it kind of helps, well, makes the story it, a little different.
2: It, it, well, it makes it different, but it really plays the time jump of what happened. Like, oh, well, I think it was at season three. Well, you remember said this back in like, you know, 1979. Oh, okay. Now I can't remember. It jumps back to 79 it, of what happened. That's
0: where earlier I mentioned about it maybe being a couple of episodes longer and maybe us getting a couple of episodes of her and Navarro working together.
1: Well, that's, again, like, you they, know, they get in th- trouble in the past. Yeah. Because right. they were a team, like, two years before this takes place. And why did they Why did they kill the guy? I can't remember. Did they tell well, us?
2: Well, the reason why, because that guy was always beating that woman. Yeah. Nonstop, like, and then she, I don't think okay. she pressed charges or whatever, but she would go back to him. Then he finally killed her that day, and she had a baby. Okay. And okay. then... And then it was Peter who found out. He's like, did that? Did they know he got shot on his right side, but he's left-handed? Right. So, so they, they, were,
1: they suicided the guy.
2: Yeah. And then that's when she says, this, this is the time when you shouldn't be asking any questions, Peter. Right. It's just yeah. like. And like,
1: why didn't we get like a whole episode kind of explaining their past like that? If it was a previous season, I think we would have. Yeah. And it just kind of didn't make a lot of sense. Like, okay, they, they did that. And then like 10 minutes later, they kill Hank. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and they well, suicide him kind of almost. Well, it's like, the, oh, okay. Well, it's the
2: thing is, if, if you're going to do that, you really have to have the full eight episodes to mm. really flush out and have those stories mm. and to build those characters and the backstories of why they are the way they are.
1: Well, I feel like if they're just going to do flashbacks, it, it should have just been a movie. Yeah. It could have been like a two-hour movie. It yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. Yep.
2: And then still wouldn't like it, so it doesn't, it doesn't ah, matter. You know, man. It's just frustrating because uh, it, there's a lot of potential. But it's just like they just gave away halfway through and just didn't follow through on backstories or anything. Well, there was
1: a um, uh, Issa Lopez did an interview with like for the BAFTA Awards or something. And she she talked about it. And she said like she's never written a mystery before.
2: Well, she needs to go back. And she, well, she
1: even admitted like they rewrote stuff a bunch of times. And then they got to set and Jodie Foster would read it and kind of wouldn't like it. And they'd have to, she'd get involved and, and rewrite part of the scene again. And it really felt like, Issa lopez was kind of out of her element in this one yeah yeah and i i, I meant to mention it uh, when we talked about the first episode like i recently watched uh, her movie that she did uh, tigers are not afraid and i really liked it so I, I kind of had some hope for this but i think i think she's a movie person i don't think she was ready for like the six episodes right and like the sort of mystery aspect of it and she definitely could have used some more help on that
0: you know it's funny because i really liked everybody that was in the show yeah, yeah. but it, it just i don't know like the problems that i have with it you know with it going back and forth and not really ever committing to one thing kind of is its downfall and and doesn't make it as great as the other ones like now i really want to rewatch season two and see if is this better or worse than season two
1: i i like two okay it definitely gets better if you stick with it but it's not not season one, yeah, and season three. Like, I like season three. Season, season three, three was good, was really good. It, I think it was a little bit of a letdown because people were expecting it to be a little more like season one. But I remember, I remember, still I feel remember like liking that's the it. Closest, got my in it. He's having like the dementia or whatever, uh, yeah, just yeah. so forgetting Dorf, pieces like, of the case and trying I to mean, remember it.
2: I mean, that his you know, his portrayal on that show got him. A, a this TV was show.
0: this was season four, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I, did I say season five when we opened this? A little bit, <laughs> yeah. I meant season four.
2: Well, I mean, in season three, Stephen Dorff did such a good job, he got his own show, yeah. You know I mean, and he killed it, but yeah. Poohai- Stephen Dorff was really good. Poohai- I loved Poohai- him in that, he was that awesome. season, fantastic.
0: And Mahershala, Mahershala Ali was,
3: was mm-hmm. he was good,
2: man. Yeah. And that whole scene with, I think it was like the oh, the guy, I think it might have been the Indian in his house, and they had that big like shootout with the cops and explosion, yeah, that was intense.
0: Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think it's a decent watch, but it just doesn't pay off all the way through. Right. Yeah, well, and, like, know, it we, was we did, something that that kept me occupied on Sunday
1: nights. Yeah, so. you know, we didn't we didn't talk about the end, but it turns out like that, like the cleaning ladies did it basically, yeah. which well, so, I I thought was interesting. It was good. Like the idea was that the scientists were onto something, and they never really even tell us what or why. They mentioned it like kind of offhand, like oh, it was a big thing and then when the other when the girl found out they killed her and then when the the other I think they were mostly indigenous women found out they they killed them like that's kind of cool I kind of like that idea but it's not supernatural at all yeah Yeah. which kind of makes you kind of like I don't know it just it just doesn't it it never meshes totally for me like the way season one did
2: well they even shows with you know they said well you didn't really kill them they said well we just took their clothes and that they wanted to get their clothes back they can find them right but then they even said that she even put that symbol on the guy's forehead too
1: and then yeah, the, the, the forensic guy they do call in, doesn't he say they died uh, I can't remember if he said before or after they were in the ice? Which would have meant it it would have been funky. So yeah. but like they the show just shows them letting the guys go out into the night. Yeah, assuming well, they would die. They, they have the one
0: light. veterinarian that comes and right. looks at him and he's like, They definitely died before they went out in the ice. Right and that kind of throws you off right and then and you're thinking
1: that has to be something weird at least yeah yeah
2: it's like did they like die and then they just had that big hole of like you know right. water in the ice and they just fucking threw them in there i mean
0: yeah it, it's just it began to to really become a hot mess at some point and yeah. you're just like
2: oh still man that beginning of the second episode though that dude breaks that, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the, the sound he made was very creepy,
2: yeah. Well, and then it's just like Jodie Foster, she likes what the fuck. It's just like yeah. it's so funny because that's what your reaction would be like, what the fuck is this?
0: But the the whole like, not really committing to is this a supernatural thing or is this not like, like you said, are, are we just idiots here and not getting well? I think the idea is,
2: are we looking to do you know too deep into this it's not it's it's
1: really not supernatural no detective true detective has been yeah but there's supposed to be like sort of these weird elements that can be explained and this just can't quite totally be actually explained i don't think
0: maybe navara is uh mentally ill and hears voices
1: i was i was wondering like through somebody said maybe they were all dead from from some sort of poisoning from the mine or something yeah and uh, like it just like they never explained like what where did the tongue come from
0: yeah that was another well, thing well
2: and that's what they said they're like well her cut her, her her know, <laughs> her tongue was cut out and <laughs> and she he's standing it to clark and he's like we're you know her tongue was cut out we didn't do that uh-huh. so like what was it you know was it you know the cop that cut her tongue out or what what happened with that and was that how did it
0: make its way to the facility? Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, and that was
2: like how many years later, and it was like fresh almost. Like, it's yeah, still, it's yeah, old, mm-hmm. you know, because
0: they killed her a few years before, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. But there's just, just too many inconsistent things that went on in the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, like if if it was there, and it was you know decomposed or or whatever, but it's like freshly looked like mm-hmm. a freshly cut tongue. It's just like how is this just fine? You know what I mean? It's just I don't know.
1: The thing that always gets me, uh, we talked about with uh, the movie Black Demon, about like the demon shark going after the guys on the well. Yeah. Like nobody ever goes after the CEO of the mining company in this. They kill all the scientists who yeah, obviously murdered somebody, but they did it almost on behalf of the company in yeah. a way. Can, I but, mean, can, we get, can,
2: can we get the one where we actually kill the CEO? Right. Because he's the one who's <laughs> causing the problems. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the fucking workers who are blue-collar people trying to make a living.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this one, it turns out the scientists were just as bad as the... Yeah. Right. The CEO of the mining company—they were in it together, but <laughs> we could
2: have changed the world. So Annie had to die. <laughs> yeah, but I loved her, so I choked her the shit out. of We when she were was dying fudging on
0: her blood. the C- the CO2 numbers, the
2: toxic numbers, so working. we
0: could get the 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 info and the data we needed. And if it wasn't for that damn girl stumbling upon our lab,
2: and you have to know, if there's someone who is you know scientifically you know inclined, and they hear that, like this is a bunch of bullshit, yeah. <laughs> it's just like they oh that was so sort of the thing. Off. Like the yeah.
1: scientists were. Like, about ready to be- make a big ass discovery or something, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, what is it? I mean, like.
2: Well, they said it's, it can change the world, but it's just like it doesn't give straight detail how it would change the yeah. world
1: or what happened to it well, after. Yeah,
2: well, they said that. Well, it took us another year yeah. and a half to rebuild the arm. It's just like, so you need a fucking arm to drill into the ice or. Yeah. They try to be more scientific and not even explain to it, or even attempt to actually give a better explanation of it. Yeah, it so it's was kinda just like, what the, fuck the It boy? was just
0: all over the place, man. I kind of feel bad for Jodie Foster because she was good in it. Every like I said, yeah. everybody's
1: good in it. It's not just. It should have been a movie. Could have been a movie. Yeah, the been writing been was just yeah. way
2: off. And, with the pound town on that desk, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did want to mention uh, the the drama around it. Like there, uh, the the writer uh, creator of detective nick pizzolato he was like posting on social media <laughs> yeah it's like funny. he was resharing stuff where people were like praising his seasons and all that oh geez and it just kind of made him look like a dick the, se- I- the season one bros yeah and i'm just like man i i wish you to just like stayed out of it and like just rested on your laurels like everybody likes season one yeah. you could have just been like hey that's their thing i'm gonna let them do it and you just kind of had to feed into it. I really wish he wouldn't have, yeah. well, but that seems like, to be the kind of dude he is. He's
2: like, well, they didn't explain nothing to me about tying it to season one. I mean, Man. you ain't got to be a dick, dude. You know you have one of the best seasons ever written. Yeah. Just let it be. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is going to fucking suffer because you're writing from season one. So just yeah. let it I be. Wish,
1: I wish she would have kind of pulled back on the bros a little bit and said, hey, don't. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. Let them do their own thing. Yeah. And like I say, I like Issa Lopez. I want to see what she's going to do with next season. I don't I'm not like, oh, this this show's stupid and everybody sucks. It's well, like, I'm no, just, I want I want uh, more. Hopefully
0: of it. it's a little more consistent. But yeah. Yeah, I I'm maybe, with you. Maybe, I'm not I'm not opposed to her doing another season. I just hope it's a little better. I know, hope she it,
1: does her own thing. Yeah. Do the well, thing
2: like maybe after this season and she realized what maybe it was done. Wrong. Yeah, I you think
0: rep- she'll learn from her mistakes. Yeah. Hopefully, anyways. Yeah. But um so that is all we have for episode one hundred and eighty of the sleazy podcast uh my call to action as always is share the show share it with one person and from there we'll get another person to listen or watch and make sure you smash that like button and subscribe on the youtube uh channel
1: all the like buttons every one of them yes hit them
0: all subscribe to us on tiktok you know in if you don't want to listen or watch the whole show, you can go to TikTok And you know, I try to post some of our best Clips. segments and I, I, break it down. Sometimes they're in two parts. So you kind of yeah. got to look for them. And, uh, you know, if not, maybe you just like watching part two and you don't want to watch part one. That's fine. But you can check us out on pretty much every platform. So, um,
1: join the discord. If you want to get in. And yes, chat we was. have a
0: discord. There's a PBS classroom in there, which he doesn't post anything, you know, I figured he'd be all over it, posting some Ken Burns shit. But <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm getting a, into it. Uh, but, yeah, eventually you'll find something. And then I post, like, all. there's an all things crazy channel that I post, like, you know, people getting killed in and stuff yeah, like you that. You can
1: share your crazy news with us. <laughs> no, I don't
0: post anybody getting killed, but I, I share, like, mm-hmm. crazy things happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't posted anybody getting killed in that, have I? I don't. I so. yeah no because yeah, normally many that, times. That, I, I'll share it in our message obviously <laughs> oh of course but normally that stuff gets taken down in like a matter of hours once somebody reports it yeah but get yeah, there's all kinds of that stuff on like Instagram
2: oh Instagram's worse
0: there's yeah they'll, they'll show people dying all the time oh, and yeah. then you'll post something with like 30 seconds of music and they're like copyright claim <laughs> down
2: right. oh I'm sorry did I see someone just get their head bitten off by yeah. a fucking crocodile <laughs>
0: meanwhile there's a guy getting murdered for you know doing something wrong on the street and they're like keep that up for as long as possible it
1: gets people engaged
2: maybe you'll learn a lesson see some
1: real uh yeah you know white supremacist stuff like oh yeah that's not breaking any terms of services whatever
2: no
0: it's totally fine we
2: love nazis around here that creates
0: engagement with people (laughs) arguing amongst each other yeah um but yeah i think our next episode will be the sleazies and let me see here i'm looking at the calendar should be
1: 14 days from
2: now
0: 24th yeah when's the oscars are the 10th i think so so and we have see here's the thing normally we would record on the 15th uh but a friday but i do want hot sauce to be a part of it so he's not
1: too busy sitting on the couch watching tv yeah life right yeah march 10th feeding her that's almost bottles of heinz ketchup
0: that's almost as lame as rob saying he has to feed the dog and he can't be here on time um, to be
1: fair, Hot Sauce, he could do it from his phone while sitting on the couch watching TV. Yeah, he he could, could, yeah, he could
0: have. Uh, so I think we're looking at the 24th for the sleazy's. And, you know, maybe we'll get that going around one-ish or two-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There's a lot of work that has to be done in the next two weeks to get that show ready. Obviously, i got to get slides ready and figure
1: nominations. Up, figure out what we want to nominate. Yes.
0: So, uh but yeah that'll be that's kind of you know like the end of our season mm-hmm. for the year and then we'll start a new season after that but um yeah so we'll be back in two a matter of two weeks maybe two and a half weeks something like if it. anything so we may extend that to the maybe a friday depending on what works for everybody so as always uh keep it sleazy i guess Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.